three, two, one, people of the world. Hello and welcome to Marketing as a Foreign Language, episode 88. Can you even believe it? Pinterest is this year's best social media stock. Ugh, why didn't I invest? Voice tweets coming to more iOS Twitter users. Transcription later. Ooh. The, this Indonesian researcher uses Google AdWords to help prevent suicides. 10 companies that are thriving and hiring amid the pandemic. U.S. judge halts Trump's TikTok ban hours before it was set to start. Facebook introduces cross-app communication between Messenger and Instagram, plus other features marketing during the pandemic, Aspen skiing company overhauls strategy to match uncertain times. This is the glorious 88th episode, and it begins right this very second. Thank you to everyone who's already hit the like button. Much love, much appreciation. Um, all links to all descriptions of all articles, excuse me, all links to all articles are in the description. We're going to start with CNN.com. This is Paul R. LaMonica writing, Pinterest is this year's best social media stock. Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat get all the buzz in the social media investing world, but Pinterest has sharply outperformed them all. In 2020, Pinterest, P-I-N-S, pins, Stock is up nearly 125% this year. Up 125% this year, easily outpacing Facebook uh, with their more than 25% gain and the 40 and 60% jumps to Twitter and Snap. Uh, several analysts, excuse me, several analysts think the image sharing site has even more upside thanks to Apple's new look. Apple recent, uh, Apple's recent iOS 14 release includes a folder-heavy update that makes it easier to customize iPhone home screens. As a result, there have been several reports about Pinterest downloads hitting records on the App Store in recent weeks, along with people tweeting screen grabs of their new home screens and citing Pinterest posts and inspiration. So I've been talking about Pinterest for quite a while. It's a great way to build links if you're an SEO person. You want to rank higher in Google search every time someone repins a pin on Pinterest. If it links back to your website, that's duplicating that link. Um, of course, Pinterest is going to do really well in the pandemic. Of course, it was going to absolutely explode in the right way. And there it goes. Pinterest, huge jumps so far this year. Moving on, 9to5mac.com. Ben Lovejoy is the author of this one. Voice tweets coming to more iOS Twitter users. Transcription later. Voice tweets, the ability to record and tweet an audio message an audio message are coming to more iOS Twitter users, while Android and web users will need to wait until sometime next year. The company first began testing the feature on iOS back in June. Twitter is also working to address a key criticism of the new feature. Twitter support announced the expanded rollout. We're rolling out voice tweets to more of you on iOS so we can keep learning about how people use audio. The company didn't give any clues as to what proportion 
of iOS users would be given access to voice tweets. Accessibility campaigners pointed out in June that those who are deaf or have hearing impairments would have no way to know what was being tweeted in voice clips. Twitter has now taken this on board. Since introducing the feature in June, we've taken your feedback seriously and are working to have transcriptions available to make voice tweets more accessible. Transcription for audio and video is part of our larger plan to make Twitter accessible for everyone across all features, both existing and new. So if Twitter is going to be serious about uh, audio tweets, aren't we kind of just getting back to the phone call? It's just funny to me how technology goes in circles. So no, you wouldn't be able to call Barack Obama, right, with a with a voice tweet normally unless you knew his number. So it really opens up the door to spamming accounts. I suppose that's true now. You could just spam DMs. Um, these audio files are obviously larger than text files, and so Twitter is going to have a massive infrastructure um, rollout here to try to what would be the word manage all of these audio tweets. Um, does this really change the face of advertising in any way? I suppose that there's going to be a lot of folks, and this is going to be really annoying, that are going to be sending the equivalent of those obnoxious voicemail messages that you get. Oh, the IRS is looking for you. You can bet your bottom dollar that there's going to be a lot of that nonsense on Twitter. Um, so I think a lot of unintended consequences here. What's the upside? You can send someone a brief audio message which makes Twitter a little bit more relevant than it was before. They're still going to make it um, less than X number of seconds, so it's still going to follow under that Twitter brand. So, But am I that impressed? No, it's no new technology. Um, it's just Twitter um, attempting to stay relevant. Forbes.com, this Indonesian researcher uses Google AdWords. They shouldn't say Google AdWords. It's called Google Ads now. To help prevent suicides, Andrew White is the author. Indonesian researcher Sanderson, aka Sandin Oni, is not only looking at how Google ads can be used to help those in need of mental health support, he is also on a mission driven by family history to raise awareness of the importance of mental health and scientific research in Indonesia. Oni, who is uh, working at the Black Dog Institute at the University of New South Wales in Sydney, Australia, says his passion for mental health research and eventually open science did not come out of an inherent curiosity quote rather it was a necessity it was a means to improve the life of my own family and the lives of countless others he said adding that three months after he was born his fa father suffered from crippling anxiety attacks as i grew up i saw the crippling effects of panic attacks on a great man which would eventually lead to the breakdown of my family unit so what is he doing? So he's using Google ads to target individuals searching up suicide-related terms on Google. Quote, studies have shown repeatedly that an increase of suicide-related search terms corresponds to suicide rate. Therefore, it is conceivable that people would search up suicide-related terms on Google, obviously. He said, adding that using Google grants for nonprofit, he and his colleagues were able to create an intervention that is able to reach anyone in crisis no matter where they are or when they are searching up the terms. Quote, my research attempts to come up with new and innovative ways to improve mental health and reduce suicide, he said, critically with a focus on digital interventions. Uh, I focus on initiatives that are low cost and can reach a wide range of people. So I love this. Um, Google Ads has something called the Google Grant. I want to say it's 10,000 
dollars of free Google ads advertising. There are definitely rules and there's definitely work here. Um, but Oni, you know, um, making the jump to um, reach people directly or well directly and in the moment when they are most in need of help is a big deal. I love it. Um, kudos to this guy. I think it's very cool um, that he's doing this. And I think um, it's really neat that the nonprofit um, Google Grant is being used in the right way. So congrats to you, Mr. Oni. Uh, Inc.com, 10 companies that are thriving and hiring amid the pandemic. Better.com, DoorDash, and Robinhood are on LinkedIn's shortlist of startups that are growing this year. So there's little doubt that the pandemic has been devastating um, for small businesses, but not every company is struggling. Some are even thriving below the cross-section of the companies that are growing amid the crisis. So Verkata is, uh, let's see, pre-pandemic, knowing where crowds were gathering was kind of useless. Interesting. But since the pandemic, understanding walking patterns and a building's usage has become important for helping prevent transmission of the coronavirus, particularly for commercial building managers. Enter Verkata, which in addition to helping businesses track movements with cameras, offers security and other monitoring tools. Wow. Um, Loom uh, is hoping its video messaging platform will unseat Zoom. I doubt it. The pandemic communication tool of choice. Instead of talking to colleagues in a Hollywood Squares formation, San Francisco's Loom allows team members to communicate through short asynchronous video messages that colleagues can reply to at their leisure. The company raised $28.8 million in a Series B round in May and has 98 employees currently hiring. That's interesting. So you send a message. They can get back to you, kind of like an email. That's called Loom. Attentive, mobile messaging providers like Attentive have seen increased interest in text messaging during the coronavirus pandemic. At the end of April, the company told the Wall Street Journal that the average daily number of people signing up for texts from its clients from March 30th through April 12th was 53% higher than the average for both January and February. Thanks to a recent funding round of $40 million, CEO Brian Long says the New York City-based company plans to expand to more than 400 employees. So mobile messaging, texting, companies called Attentive. Let's see, what does Brook Linen do? Trading in your own linens apparently is a big deal. Uh, revenue grew 40% for this company, Brook Linen, who uh, specializes in that. Outreach, um, remote work, um, Seattle-based provider of sales management software. Okay, so sales management software is helpful because Folks are working from home. Databricks. Um, let's see. Financial transactions to COVID-19 data. Uh, San Francisco-based artificial intelligence and machine learning service provider helps companies analyze data to make better business decisions. So Databricks is doing well. Samsara is a highly valued Internet of Things company um, that saw a boost in manufacturers' increased need for safety compliance. During the pandemic, its sensors and software are used to manage vehicle fleets and industrial operations. Robinhood, I've heard of this one. With millions of people stuck at home during the pandemic, many have turned to trading stocks online. The personal trading app Robinhood has seen its user base grow from 10 million to 13 million since the beginning of the year. DoorDash, uh, hello, that's huge. Um, food delivery services um, are obviously growing quite quickly. And Better.com, after slowing to a crawl at the outset of the pandemic, home buying has surged in America, thanks in part to the Federal Reserve's move to drop its benchmark interest rate to near zero. That's been crazy. The uptick has buoyed 
online mortgage lenders like better.com. So there you have it, 10 companies that are doing all right in the pandemic. On to TikTok news, NPR.org, U.S. judges, excuse me, U.S. judge halts Trump's TikTok ban hours before it was set to start. So a federal judge on Sunday blocked President Trump's TikTok ban, granting a temporary reprieve to the wildly popular video sharing app. During a telephone court hearing on Sunday, lawyers for TikTok argued that Trump's clampdown infringed on free speech and due process rights. John Hall, an attorney for TikTok, said that the app, with some 100 million American users, is a, quote, modern-day version of the town square, and shutting it down is akin to silencing speech. Judge Carl Nichols of the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia responded by halting the ban, which was set to kick in at midnight Sunday. So, so TikTok just refusing to die. <laughs> I really don't think it's going to die. Um, but we've, we've talked about TikTok a lot on the show, so we're going to move on. Facebook introduces cross-app communication between Messenger and Instagram, plus other features. Sarah Perez is the author. So Messenger and Instagram. Yeah, so Facebook owning multiple companies. Not surprising that there's uh, some cross-communication. Um, the same is true of YouTube and Google. You see a lot of YouTube ads, excuse me, YouTube videos appearing in Google search results. Um, because they're both owned by Alphamed. Google has no incentive to put like a Vimeo YouTube video up. Facebook announced today it will be rolling out new functionality that will allow Instagram and Messenger users to communicate across apps in addition to bringing a host of Messenger-inspired features to the Instagram inbox. On Instagram, users will be presented with an option to update to a new messaging experience that offers the ability to change your chat color, react with any emoji, watch videos together, set, send, should be typo, messages to disappear and more. Ah, I see, set messages to disappear, that's cool. As part of this update, they'll also have the option to chat with friends who use Facebook, the app will inform them. So Facebook, Messenger, and Instagram, getting married, how nice. Marketing during a pandemic, our last article of the day, Aspen skiing company overhauls strategy to match uncertain times. Scott Condon, well, is the uh, author of this one. There's nothing like a pandemic, he writes, to force a major overhaul of marketing strategy. Aspen skiing company's marketing campaign will look significantly different this winter, both in substance and execution. There will be no national branding such as give a flake effort of recent seasons. In addition, former chief marketing officer Christian Knapp won't be overseeing the campaign. His position was one of 50 ski co eliminated through layoffs and attrition. Quote, it's definitely going to be a different kind of marketing campaign. Jeff Hanley, the VP of communication said on Tuesday, you have to remain flexible and ready to pivot. I feel a lot of people are, are um, oh, there's so much suffering going on right now. And it's so disproportionate. Uh, I think would be the word to describe it. There are companies that just for the life of them, I've heard one in six um, on some HBO shows, small businesses going under. Um, restaurants obviously hit really hard. Um, casinos, entertainment hit really hard. Um, so some of the folks that I know, totally fine. Tax, accountants, those sort of people. A lot of the lawyers I know are totally fine. Um uh, handyman was rough for a minute, but it seemed to have bounced back. Um, and they're just, yeah, there are a number of small businesses that just 
don't seem to be too affected. Um, but these folks right here, skiing, ouch. So gone is the campaign urging skiers, snowboarders, and other outdoor lovers to give a flake. Yeah, we talked about that. Um, and get involved in a concrete action to ease global warming. Quote, we've moved on from that. That was the plan already, Hanley said. An advertising agency was working with SkiCo officials on a new campaign, but that's been put on hold. There won't be any advertisements in SkiCo publications in January. I feel like one of the best parts of going skiing is uh, just going into the lodge after the fact. And I feel like that's going to be a major problem. Um, people trying to get warm, trying to rent ski equipment. Um, I mean, it's going to create a huge bottleneck to attempt to not have people all huddled together. This is the nature of winter, is people in close proximity to one another outside on the, on the slopes. Obviously, I'm, I'm not, that, uh, not as concerned. You can literally see their breath which I suppose is somewhat of an, a, of an advantage if you're trying to avoid their breath. Um, but that being said, yeah, skiing is going to be one of those industries that's, that's going to suffer. So they're going to find some different way to market. And that is the point of this here article. So let's summarize the events of today. Um, we all should have invested in Pinterest, apparently. I should have. Um, it's so funny to me. Um, on the onset of any sort of uh, crisis like this, um, the words of uh, Warren Buffett ring in my head when, uh, what is it? When it's a greedy and fearful. Those are the two points. Uh, when people are fearful, be greedy. When people are greedy, be fearful. I want to say something along those lines. And uh, we were all definitely scared uh, around March and uh, t uh, Pinterest stock just plummets up 125%. It's probably up like two or three times from the absolute bottom. Um, you know, tw hindsight's 2020, um, but not surprising that Pinterest is do doing quite well. Um, there's a lot of things about that social media company that uh, are worthy of praise. Uh, voice tweets are coming. Yeah, does it really matter? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, Indonesian researcher using a Google um, ad grant to help prevent suicides. Yeah, this guy's amazing. Kudos to him. 10 companies that are thriving. Um, any shockers in here? Uh, day trading is a little weird that people are doing that. DoorDash, not surprising at all. Better.com is uh, a little surprising. Um, I would have assumed that our real estate market was going to suffer greatly. Um, I still feel like we are we're living in this sort of weird 0% interest environment that is not tenable forever. Therefore, um, I would argue that we are currently in um, a bubble. I really do think that. Now, if we hold on to the 0% interest rate, environment for quite a long time i mean it could be a sustained bubble it's possible but yikes i i definitely have my concerns about housing prices um coming out of this pandemic i feel like like we took out a loan basically like the entire uh, world took out a loan and and it's going to come due um u.s judge halts trump's tiktok ban it just goes to show that an executive order is not everything um Facebook introduces cross-app communication between Messenger and Instagram. Yeah, they own both platforms, so they're going to introduce uh, cross-functionality when possible. And I guess the point for the skiing article is simply that, you know, we're going to have to change. Um, it is kind of telling that they moved on from global warming advertising um, as a ski company, which I can see doing that, to, you know, something else. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just we live in a different world. And so things are about to change. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for swinging on by the show today. It's uh, very much Wednesday. It's my final day as the president of my local BNI chapter. So I'm excited to uh, hop onto that meeting. That should be fun. And uh, to everyone that's been downloading the podcast, we really appreciate it. 
uh, everyone uh, watching on the Facebook, hitting like button, uh, the folks that have shared, huge thank you to you. Um, and uh, I do appreciate it very much. So thank you for swinging by the show today. And we will see you all tomorrow. If you want to join us for the live show, you know when it is, 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, right there on the YouTube channel. T type in the word marketing is foreign language, words, and uh, you're good to go. All right, see you next time.